Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for metaphysical business owners and service providers. You might be thinking, what is a metaphysical business owner exactly? Well, if you're working as a tarot card reader like myself, or maybe you're an astrologer, Reiki healer, intuitive counselor, oracle medium, you know if there's any kind of spiritual or mystical art that's part of your profession, we are talking about you and to you. I'm Teresa, and my lovely co-host. Hey, everyone. I'm Bree. So we have both been self-employed sacred artists running our own businesses for decades upon decades. And we know what goes into running a successful business. We have two very successful businesses, very blessed. And we know exactly how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. So we do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years. And we really love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. Absolutely. And in each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle different topics. And for 2019, our whole focus is on books. And today's topic is collaborating with a partner on a creative venture. And our special guest is Shaheen Miro, who's my writing partner for our new book, Tarot for Troubled Times. Welcome, Shaheen. Thank you for having me. Well, we're really pumped so to excited. talk about this. Yeah, it's a great topic because, you know, some of us are going to be writing books with other people, or maybe you're doing a tarot deck and somebody else is writing the text for the tarot deck. So I think this is a really good topic. So, Bree, you want to take it away? I sure do. So uh, the format for this show is a little bit different. I get to ask all of the questions. Teresa and Shaheen are going to answer them with brilliance, and it is going to rock. So we're going to get started right now. And the first thing I want to know from you two is what was it like working together to create Tarot for Troubled Times? Just take me through the experience, because I think this is really important for people that are thinking about do I want to collaborate? How would I collaborate? What does that even look like? Give us the roadmap. Shaheen, you want to start it out? Um, yeah, sure. So, well, really it started with, as all great things do, with an idea. And um, Teresa and I kind of, you know, went back and forth sharing this idea. And the really wonderful thing about working with Teresa and I, and I think, you know, us working together is um, we both have very different perspectives and yet very similar. And so we kind of went back and forth with this idea and it started taking shape and yeah, it just, I don't know. It, it started as, I don't know if, how much we should share about like the origin of it, but it started as a workshop yeah. Should we I mean, share we, that? Should we? Yeah. Well, we can, we can, you know, let's, let's just talk about that for a second. You know, Shaheen yeah. and I had known each other online for some time and we've been friends and then we met in person and then we started stewing up this idea about this workshop, Tarot for Troubled Times, because we had seen an uptick with clients who were really feeling scared about the state of the world. And, you know, I had also had a lot of clients coming to me with their own personal shadow work that they were doing. So Shaheen and I came up with the idea. And so 
we began by creating the class, and then that led to the book because the publisher got interested in what we were doing, and they're like, hey, could you guys turn this into a book? So that's what yeah. started the whole thing. And I will say working together with Shaheen on the class and the book was really awesome. I love partnering up with people. I'm a Gemini. That's my thing. And, you know, we were just able right from the get-go to kind of feel out that we were going to be able to work well together because we were tossing ideas back and forth, and it just felt very natural. And I think that's a really important thing for people to consider. If you're thinking about collaborating with anybody, does it feel natural? Is there a nice interplay between you two? Can you have a conversation together? Um, Do you feel that their philosophy is aligned with yours? Do you feel that their work ethic is aligned with yours? I mean, I think these are all things to think about. And I know, Shaheen, just from talking with you and knowing the quality of your work, I respected you so much. It was just an easy yes to say, oh, of course I want to do some work with you. Because I've known you from... Again, just being connected on social media and just have watched your magic. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And and I agree. I think knowing what the other person is about and how, you know, how they work is so essential. And one of the things that I really loved when we first started working out this idea is that there was this sort of interplay of, of the inner and the outer work, you know, you really brought this very political um, and socially conscious perspective to it, where I was also feeling this need to understand our purpose and how we show up. And so that's what I love about collaborating is that these not disconnected ideas, but two um, you know, ideas can really shape and form into this really cohesive thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, love it, you guys. So beautifully said. So you took this idea, Tarot for Troubled Times, which I think is just brilliant. So, so good and so on point for the way that so many people are feeling. And you workshopped it. So you had a workshop and, and then it turned into a book. And so, and you worked on the book together. You wrote the book together. So for people who are looking at writing a book together, like Teresa said, some of our listeners might be thinking about doing like a deck and a book or some of our listeners might be thinking about doing the book together. Can you share what some of the best parts about writing a book together have been for the both of you? Well, for me, I can answer that real um, real quickly. It, it's really nice to have someone share the work, you know, because writing a book is a process. Yeah. And having someone else come in and they've got ideas and they've got input and, you know, they're they're writing portions of the book. My favorite part was that, and the other favorite part was I loved seeing Shaheen's take on things. And Shaheen is really good on the things like the magic element, because for our book, Tarot for Troubled Times, it's not just a tarot book. It's actually, um, I like to say it's a manual that is about shadow work, it's about tarot, it's about politics, activism, healing those hard things that you're going through. And there's a lot of ritual and magic in that. And so having somebody who is really strong in the things that maybe I'm not, 
I think is really amazing. It makes it gives the book a really well-rounded edge. So that's my those are the best parts for me. What about for you, Shaheen? Well, I agree with everything that you said, and I think one of the best parts of um, of writing together, not only sharing the work, but also really kind of having someone else to to help you when there's a, a block or a blind spot, you know. There were times when, uh, and I know just in writing other things where it's like, oh, where do I go from here? Or where do we go from here? And having someone else to bounce that off of. Not to mention the fact that Teresa is extremely organized and um, <laughs> I tend to be a little bit wild and crazy. So it really kept, it was helpful for me. It kept me like in this really clear, succinct place um, because I feel like one of the things that Teresa does really well is you, you're so good at keeping things um, clear and simple and direct. And I felt like that was such a great platform for me because sometimes I'm like, there are 15 different things and I'm going to weave them all together. And it's like, oh, where where is that going to take me? So that was a really wonderful part of it. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because your writing is it really is full of magic. I think you're one of the most magical people I know. And Bree, you're magic too. And I love collaborating with Bree on just about anything. And, you know, my style, I like to say that I'm very practical. I'm a super, super practical yeah. person. And so having somebody who has that really mystical, magical, like you write like a poet, and then being able to take my no-nonsense Judge Judy thing in there really is mm-hmm. an intriguing combo, and I just think it's so interesting to blend those two voices and find how they can work together. Absolutely, and effective. I think it's so effective. And I want to just say another really wonderful part of collaborating is that it, it was a real collaboration. You know, I never, um, I never felt like there was any competing of anything or that anybody had to lose anything, which is how it should be. Yep. But I think it's important for people to understand when you are collaborating that it is a give and take and, you know, there are going to be parts of how you want to show up or what you want to do that you're going to have to, um, you know, you're going to have to soften or you're going to have to let these things kind of evolve. And, um, but I know that in collaborating a lot of times, the weight gets pushed one one way or the other, and I think that it's important for people to know um, what that relationship and that dynamic is going into it. That's a really great point, and also I think, you know, if you have like some sort of a, a relationship beforehand, if you have an idea of how this person works, that's also going to help because the one thing you don't want to do in collaboration is have one person completely take over, and suddenly it's like... Right. Well, this doesn't sound like either one of them, and I think in Terror for Troubled Times, you definitely see my influence and your influence both in there. So it really feels like the Gemini dream of a perfectly balanced situation. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm an Aquarius, so <laughs> collaborating isn't always easy for me, and I felt like it was really effortless with the two of us. And that's when you know it's a, it's a great combo. 
Right. It's got to be, and that's it. Oh, sorry, Bree. I, I, I was just saying, that. and that's, we're all the air signs here. No way. I know. I know. I'm a Libra, and I love, like, seeing the partnership. Makes me so happy. Of course. And, you know, Bree and I, that. too, if we even talk about the podcast, and we've been doing this podcast now for a number of years, you know, the thing is with Bree, um, I saw her work ethic. I saw the great work she was doing out in the world. And, you know, we just had this really great, easy way of communicating with each other, just like you and I had, Shaheen. So it was easy for us to work together on this podcast, and that's why we've been doing it so long. And I think that's a really important thing that we're talking about that people need to pay attention to when you're going to collaborate. Can yeah, you sit down your have vibes. A, Yeah, can you have a conversation together? Can you, like, really feel like, like both parties are getting equal play? Yeah. You know, that's really interesting, you guys, because you brought up basically like, you know, okay, there are certain things that need to be in place, like the work ethic, right? That needs to be in place. The channel of communication needs to be open. One of the things I think that's really cool, though, is that you don't necessarily need to think the same way or write the same way, right? And that actually the difference in approach and in articulation can lead to a richer, you know, experience of collaboration. And so that's that's something that I think is pretty useful because I bet that there's a lot of people out there who feel like, you know, I can only collaborate with somebody if they think just like I do or if we write in a really similar manner. And actually that's not true. Like you can be quite different and still yeah. make it work. Right. And that's, if you sound too much of the fame, it's boring. It's like having a conversation. Yeah, I was going to say. It's just like you. Right. It's like that's what makes it dynamic, having that – I don't want to – I hate the word juxtaposition, but having that, like, those things coming from, from opposite ends or from different perspectives create this dynamism that, you know, feels active and it feels engaging. And here's the other thing. Any, any business owner knows that you don't want to sit on an idea forever. And, you know, whether something's uh, perfect or not, you kind of, you have to start putting things out there. And when you collaborate and you have a connection with someone, you don't feel like you have to bring everything to the table in its complete form. You can start, you know, kind of putting different pieces. That's what I love about Teresa and, and really, you know, both of you is that collaborating can really be collaborating. It's having a conversation like you were saying, and it's like, here's, here's where my vision is. Now let's like solidify this. And that can happen through a conversation and it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be hard. That's what it comes down to. Right. Ah, I love it. So since, since you ended on that, Shaheen, I now want to ask, well, what was the hardest part? of collaborating together? What was the toughest part? Well, for me, it was making sure I didn't let Teresa down because (laughs) Teresa, (laughs) really, I mean, she runs a tight ship, you guys. She does. That's true. (laughs) And I'm the kind of person that people are, when people say, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't even know. So, you know, like just about (laughs) anything. So it really... um, because I I love and respect Teresa and what she does and and you know, I'm all I put my all into any of the work that I do, but having 
another person there, it really made me like show up and be like, I'm, I'm doing the damn thing. I'm getting this done. Um, I'm following the schedule. And, um, but that, that's, it's hard sometimes, really hard. It absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and I am kind of a taskmaster. I like to say it's those three planets in Virgo. I like, I'm super, super orderly. So, you know, the hardest thing for me is I never wanted to feel like I was micromanaging, like, oh my God, I don't want to feel like I'm being, you know, bossy. Uh, you and know, you so did I was, it. I was, uh, pardon? And you didn't, you didn't do any of, you didn't micromanage or any of that, so. Whew. Well, that's always the thing I, I never want to come off like that because, you know, technically I'm actually really good at micromanaging, but I hate doing it because I never, ever want to do that. I always feel like when um, you're collaborating, there has to be that mutual respect. And it's, I'm not saying that that's hard for me. It's, it's easy for me to do. But, you know, it's always something I want to be super mindful of. Am I being really respectful of how this person needs to work? Am I being mindful that I'm not stepping into that micromanaging mode? So those are things that I have to like really be conscious of. So again, I don't know if I want to say it's hard, but it's certainly something I have to be paying attention to. And I think for anybody who's working in a collaboration, you know, you certainly, if you, you certainly don't want one person like acting like a control freak because that creates a not so nice atmosphere. Well, and I I think that at the same time, you know, like for me personally, I view a lot of what I do um, as art. You know, everything that I do feels like it's it's art. It's an expression, and um, and I think that art and creativity is something that you can you can tap into, and it's always available to you. But you definitely have um, an ebb and a flow that happens. Mm-hmm. There are like you know, there are like times when you're you're on and times when you're you're not as on or open. And I, but I think having that organization that you really bring, um, and and how you really do things in your world, it is helpful because there isn't as much, um, you know, thinking about the things that you know, I don't really need to worry about or think about. So uh, that that was hard, but it was also a blessing. I think a really good point for people, if you want to make it so things are not hard, is to be really aware of what each other's strengths are, which we were right from the get-go. You know, Shaheen yeah. is super creative, super mystical, beautiful writer. Um, and so I know that when I can just let him go and do his thing and it's going to come back and it's going to be beautiful. And I know that my strongest suit is really, again, organizing, editing, um, making things, like, clear. So, you know, that's that's where my biggest skill is. And I think if you are aware of each other's skills, you can, like, kind of set that tone right from the beginning, too. And that can make even the challenging parts feel not so challenging. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It does. And one of the things I heard both of you talk about was, the organization factor, you know, that, that you're both having to show up and that you also, the way that you organize yourselves was really important to a successful collaboration. So I want to ask about that. How do you stay organized when there's two or more? You know, Teresa, what, a couple of years ago, didn't we, we interviewed the Fountain Tarot makers? And that was like a band of like four people that did the fountain tarot. So, you know, how do you stay organized 
when there are several cooks in the kitchen? To me, this would be one of the hardest things. Well, it is. So I'm going to just take this question because that organization is my key. By the way, we're doing a complete Marie Kondo on our home, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> we're, we're all about organizing. But I think um, when you're going to get into a project with somebody, again, the first thing is you define the ro- you've got to define everybody's roles because if everybody's mm-hmm. clear on what they're good, on what their role is going to be, right off the bat, we're saving tons of problems. So you have to start off. Yeah, you're saving so much trouble. I mean, I know that for me, managing things really, really is something I like. So the first thing is be clear on the roles. The second thing is create a timeline together so everybody knows what, first of all, we know our role, but we also know when things need to be done. And then you want to make sure that you have that timeline somewhere where both people can access it so they can stay on track. And, you know, that really helps. You, you want to have a central place where you keep all of your writing. And Shaheen and I, we kept all of our writing on Dropbox paper. Dropbox paper is a really great, I mean, there's all kinds of different. Phenomenal. <laughs> Yes. It's so easy. Bree and I use it for talking shop, too. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it it's a place where we can both come on, and there's other things, too. You can do Google Docs or whatever, but we can both come on. We can submit things. And so, you know, we were both able to go in there and work together. So we had a central place. So, again, be clear on the roles. Be clear on the timeline. Be clear on what it is exactly is going to go into your book or project. And then have a central place where you can both go in and work. And from there, then it's just a matter of everybody showing up and doing their thing. And my goal then as, you know, someone who likes to manage projects was to make sure that everything was going along. And, you know, if something was falling behind, was to then reach out and say, we need to work on this. Let's get this going. And I think having one person to keep the boat going also and to keep things cohesive really helps. So that's how we did it. Do you have anything to add to yeah. that? And yeah, well, the other thing that I was going to say is um, really knowing who's doing what, like in the actual writing as well. You know, we kind yeah. of tackle different things. And then because if if you're both writing about the same exact thing and then you come together and you're like, okay, now what do we do with this? But it was really nice to organize, okay, I'm going to tackle this, you are going to tackle that. And then especially in um, the uh, Dropbox, um, we could go and look at it and make notes and add things in that way. And that was really helpful, and I feel like that really saved time and it kept um, – it kept us from, you know, kind of getting lost in our own heads around things, if that makes right. sense. Or getting frustrated because, you know, it can be easily frustrating yeah. if, if that happens. So, yeah. 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 It feels like that yeah. organizational component is so essential for that clear channel of communication to happen. Like, you can't have that if you're not organized. And I think in another way that we stayed really organized is having conversations periodically, not only through email, but also, you know, through Skype or on the phone so that we could touch base, we could ask questions and just really get on the same page. And that's what it's all about, getting on the same page. Love that. Love it. 
<laughs> so what tools did you use for collaboration? You mentioned Dropbox Paper, which I, too, am a fan of Dropbox Paper. Are there any others that you guys used? Shaheen, I don't remember. Did oh, we use God. anything else? Um, really, Dropbox Paper was the biggest thing. And then, um, I mean, you know, the other little things like Skype, if we were going to, you know, see each other face-to-face and email. But, yeah, Dropbox Paper, I'm telling you, that is really a phenomenal tool to have. And that was really the biggest, you know, the biggest tool that stands out in my mind. And um, it was great because we could keep up with things in real time. Yeah, I think I, I think that's the biggest the biggest thing is you have to have something like that uh, where you can keep up on real time. And so, yeah, I think that was the main thing. Other than you know having our regular emails and occasional our phone chats or Skype hangouts just to make sure we were on the same page, that was pretty much it. And the yeah. thing about the Dropbox um, paper. Um, is that in that document, which I really loved, and I have to be honest, I didn't figure out until a little bit later on, is that there's actually a way where you can, you know, you can make comments on everything. And then there's a way to look and see all of those comments, even if they're on different pages or in different sections, so that you can go and you can look at all of them. I mean, so it's just a phenomenal way to, you know, to organize your writing, to keep track of things in real time, and to also have a conversation and take notes in the actual writing itself. And then I know that from there, we we put it into a Word document. Yeah. And the Word so, document, yeah. you know, as, as we all know, you can, everyone can go in. I mean, that's what you have to put it in when you send it to your publisher. And they can put their comments in, they can do their edits, and we can do ours too. So the Word document, yeah, you're right, that's the other thing. Yeah, Dropbox so. paper is really nice for people who haven't used it. We use, David and I use Dropbox paper to edit making magic before we sent it to the publisher. And what's nice about it, too, is that you can see when your partner is making a change and you can see what the changes that they've made and what it was before. So you kind of have, like, this living history of the document, um, and as you guys said, you can both be working at it on it at the same time, which I think is always fun because it's like, oh, I see Teresa is making this change right here, and, you know, I'm going to add this, and I think that that's a, that's a neat thing about that particular program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was essential. And the other thing that, and I know this isn't part of the question that we were just talking about, but um, when it comes to doing something like this, you really have to do the work, you know, like writing a book, you actually have to write. And so I think collaborating, and I even think having the the document, you know, kind of being this living thing helps you to do the work and to actually, you know, show up and write and and put something out there. Um, I know that I loved, like, getting on there, looking at what comments Teresa would make, and um, and it also motivated me, okay, like, I've got to get this. i got to respond to this, you know? Yeah. So that she knows that mm-hmm. I'm paying attention. And also, the, the what you're mentioning, too, about the comments, because one of the beautiful things with Shaheen is that he has such a great point of view. And, Shaheen, when you would leave comments, I'd be like, oh, my God, duh. 
that's so smart and it's such a creative way of looking at this. And, I mean, I found that those comments really helped in collaboration because it gave, it gave him and me a chance to do honest feedback. And you really need that. You need that honest feedback. You need those little comments. And so I really enjoyed getting that because your point of view helped the book to really take shape. Thank you, and I agree. You know, on that, kind of on that note of comments and the point of view, both of you, I know both of your your work. I know your work, Teresa, and I know your work, Shaheen, and you both have such wonderful work out there, and, you know, you're so, you're each so unique and so exactly who you are, and you have two really distinct and strong voices, so how did you manage to keep the voice of the book cohesive when you do have these two distinct, strong voices and perspectives on things? Like, how did you bring that together? Well, I will start off by saying the first thing is you have to respect the other person's voice and point of view. So if you're going to collaborate with somebody, if you really Respect them and honor that, and you're coming at it with that mindset. I think that is 90% of it. And as you probably guessed from the way I'm gushing over Shaheen, I love Shaheen's point of view. I love his work. You know, I've been a fan um, before we became friends and collaborators. And, you know, so I, I already know what his voice is like, and I just think it's beautiful and it's brilliant. And so I think when you have that in the back of your head, it makes it so much easier. And so from that point on, when you're then doing the collaborating, it's really about making sure that, especially as we edit, that we're not editing the Shaheen out of Shaheen's portions or editing the Teresa out of the Teresa portions. And both voices can coexist and they can work well. There were parts in our book where there are parts of the book where we mention when it when it's when a certain portion's coming directly from Shaheen, like for example when Shaheen's sharing a story or when I'm sharing a personal story, we make sure to make sure also that those points are marked out so people know. Um, but really blending things seamlessly, it became seamless because we again know each other's work and as we were both writing the book, we could comment and then flow it and I could add some magic here add some practicality here, you know, depending on what information Shaheen was sharing with me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shaheen, what would you add? Yeah. Well, and I just want to say that um, part of collaborating doesn't mean that, like, I mean, this is specific to writing a book. It doesn't mean that I write a line, you write a line, I write a line, you write a line. So I think one of the biggest things that I found was, um, you know, Teresa is so smart and so on point and, um, you know, just everything that she writes, that you write, is, it has a purpose. And so sometimes, you know, I would read something and I might share a perspective, but it didn't mean that I needed to go and change something. Right. And, um, you know, it's like, it's like I might read something and I'm like, wow, like I don't have anything else. I wouldn't have said that any differently. Or, you know, or maybe I would have said it differently if I were to write it on my own, you know, without ever, you know, being in this format. But what 
what you would say or how you had said it um, was great. And so I, you know, maybe it was sharing a perspective or maybe if I saw something missing, it was, you know, adding a little piece. But I think the biggest thing was knowing that I didn't need to change everything. When you collaborate, you don't need to change everything. You don't have to put your finger into every little thing. No, and the one, one of the things, too, that we did is we were both very, very clear on what things we were really good at. You know, and again, yeah. we'll go back to, like, Shaheen is really good at that whole, the magical part, the ritual part, all of that. And for me, coming down with, like, really nitty-gritty little practical things and the politic parts, which is very interesting to me, you know, that's we're very aware of where our strengths are. And so it comes together very seamlessly again when everybody knows what they love to write about or what they love to work on. And, I mean, from there it flows. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really the key. You can see it even in the way that you guys are talking, you know, in this podcast. Like, like you know, you work so well off of one another that it becomes really, you know, and, and yet you have very different voices. You have different approaches, but it's very um, – it strikes like this lovely harmony that should be coming together. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Well, the one thing I want to add, Bree, you know, it always comes again from starting from that place of knowing something about the person, but also mutual respect. I mean, I respect Shaheen's work tremendously because it's great. I know quality. I always say by, in my past life, I was a talent scout, and that's what I'm probably going to be in my next lifetime. And it's the same <laughs> when, when you and I started partnering up. I saw your work. I'm like, she's, she knows business. This woman knows what she's doing. It makes it easy to partner up when you know something about the person and you respect them. And when you bring that respect into your partnership, it always has to be coming from that place. And that makes it then, it makes it wonderful, a great experience. Yeah. And that's, I want to say like, that's why you collaborate, you know, it, I feel like you wouldn't want to collaborate and kind of homogenize the whole thing because we're both our own, you know, our own people and we have created careers around our voices and um, our perspectives and, and really how we, how we do our work. And so when I want to collaborate with someone and, and I thought, you know, working with you was such a wonderful opportunity because I love what you do and I love how you do it. And it is different than what I do and how I do it, you know, though we have like the same intention. So it's like, why not make this even bigger? Why not have more momentum behind what we're doing and the message we're trying to convey, you know, by, by having another person. And so I think that's really important to understand why are you collaborating? Yeah. I love that. Love it. So final question, you guys. Any advice for people who might want to partner up for a project? You've got somebody who comes to you and says, I'm thinking about partnering up with so-and-so. Like, what is the number one thing I need to do or be aware of or ask as I look at taking this to the next level? Shaheen, what advice do you have on that? The advice that I have is first, you know, know why you're wanting to collaborate. 
Um, and also, I think if you're collaborating with someone, you should have a relationship with that person. You should know their work. You should know their voice. You should know, you know, their motive and how they move through whatever their world is. And it shouldn't just be, um, which I know happens in all of our worlds, someone just sending you an email saying, hey, I have this really great idea. You know, I want you to help me do it. And that's not what collaboration is. So I think it's really important to know why and to have this understanding of the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is really key. And I want to just say that doesn't mean that you have to know the the person that you're wanting to collaborate with um, necessarily personally. You know, you maybe have been following their blog for a really long time or read all of their books or listen to their podcast or whatever, it's okay to reach out and make a connection. Don't start with, hey, I have this idea, but it's important to start to develop those relationships and know why you're developing them. And I will agree with all of that. I think his advice, I think your advice, Shaheen, is, is so right on. And one other thing, you know, I don't, I don't think I have much to add to that, except be really also aware of your agenda. Be aware of your yeah. agenda. Why are you collaborating? Why do you want to collaborate with this person? And in my opinion, when I collaborate with someone, it's because, number one, I respect them. But number two, I'm excited about it, the idea. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a bigger audience. It, it never has anything to do with that. I don't care about that stuff. And I think that's really important that if you're going to partner up and collaborate, it should be because you are so excited about the idea and the concept and the joy of working together that you would do it for nothing. So have Absolutely. that agenda. If your agenda, and I've had people in the past who wanted to like partner up and you know when it's the wrong reason, you know when they're coming to you and they have a weird agenda, it stinks. And I don't like that. I don't want to feel that you're wanting to collaborate with me because you're trying to get something. I want you coming to collaborate because you're excited to work with me. We have a mutual interest. We have something we could birth together that's going to be beautiful. So Absolutely. What about you, Bree? You know, what is your advice on people who want to partner up? Because you partner up with me and other people. What do you got to say about this? Oh, I think y'all articulated it really beautifully. You know, my my major thing with any kind of collaboration or partnership is do I respect you? Because I do not trust easily. And then when I do trust, like, I trust all the way. So there's mm-hmm. not a lot of nuance with me as far as that goes. And if I don't respect you, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I worked, my first business after school was with my very best girlfriend. Um, and I work with my husband. And so I, I partner I partner up a lot, and I partner with people that are very close to me, which are hard partnerships to maintain because, you know, you've got the the business or the professional thing, and then you've got your personal relationship. But I think that, for me, it all boils down to respect because it's really about trust. Like, I, I don't want to second-guess my partner. Like, I want to know that when they say they'll show up, they will show up. And when they tell me I need to back off, or I need to change something, I don't want to second-guess that either. I want to be in a relationship where I'm like, yep, I got it. 
And, and so for me, that's really about respect. Like, do I respect your work? Do I respect your vision? Mm-hmm. And, and if I do, then I'm in. <laughs> 100%. Yes. I think respect and the other word you used was trust, I think is so important. And mm-hmm. which are two things that you can really only have if you have some type of relationship, you know, th- that you're, yeah. you're both, you have some kind of visibility to each other. If you randomly reach out to someone who's never heard of you. So here's the other thing. Know that um, if you reach out to someone, they need to have a way to develop that relationship to get to know you. So, you know, you need to have a blog and a website and, you know, somewhere where people can see what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. Like, because we, we've all experienced, you know, people who reach out to you and want to write with you or post something on your website and then they don't. You know, you're like, well, where do you write at now? That sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Ah, and so know that you're ready. Oh, that's important, Shaheen. Say a little bit more about that. Like, what, what does readiness look like when it comes to collaboration? Yeah. I think, I think when you reach out to someone and you want to have a collaboration, even if you don't have your idea fully formed, know that you're ready to collaborate. I mean, do you have the time to invest in it? Are you really passionate about it? As um, I think both of you said that, um, do you really, you know, want to spend that much time with that person? You know, know that, know whether you're ready or not. Um, to do the thing that you're you're proposing. I think a lot of times, and I know that I have a million ideas that go through my head, so you have to know why are you choosing that particular idea and reaching out to that person, and um, are you ready to share the idea, and are you ready to collaborate? Yeah, absolutely. So this is bringing us to the end of our episode. Sadly, we could just stay and talk forever because this is delightful and y'all are so awesome. But we do always like to talk about our takeaways. So I want to ask both of you because, you know, I think this is the first time that you've actually gotten to talk about the process with one another. And so what were your biggest takeaways from our discussion, like, was there anything new that kind of, you know, came to you or was there an insight that the other person had that really resonated for you? And Shaheen, I'm going to start with you since you are our guest. Oh, goodness. Um, The pressure's on. Well, (laughs) you know, I think that that last piece that I I mentioned, for me, it's a big takeaway because... um, it is really important to understand why you're doing something and make sure that you're ready. And so, yeah, so like that was the insight that I got through our, our whole conversation. And it's a good reminder for me as well as anybody else listening. Yeah. Love that. Takeaway. Yeah. And I what about think, you, Keith? well, I, I'm, I'm going to agree. And I think really the thing that came through so strongly from all three of us, was the whole thing about knowing the person and mm-hmm. mutual respect 
I think that's such an important takeaway. But I also do want to add that, you know, Shaheen, what you said at the end about uh, making sure you're ready is such wise advice. That's such such good information. I love that. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Bree? Did you get any get anything that you want to add? I really love the observation that you both made that you're, you know, that that you don't have to be the same. You don't have to be like super similar people. Um, this is proven true for me and my partnerships. Like I partner with people that are really different than I am in a lot of ways. The way that they think about things, the way they problem solve, the way they process. Um, and I've always found that to be true, but I love hearing it from the two of you that, you know, one is more poetic, one is more mystical, one is more practical, one is more grounded. Like, you know, and that these things actually complement one another. They're not problems that have to be overcome. They're actually like the one of the greatest strengths of the partnership. I think that that's really important for people to hear because I think often we limit who we will collaborate with because we think like, oh, you know, like I'm like I'm so different than that person. And and different is not bad, right? Like different can be no. really awesome. So I I love that. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine working just with myself <laughs> or two of me. Oh. I mean, then it's like, well, why are you collaborating at all, right? Just, like, do it. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think yeah. also working with others, I think that's interesting, Shaheen, that you said working just with yourself. You know, I'm a lone wolf, but it gets boring working by yourself. It's so much more fun to throw someone else into the mix. Yeah, I do. I think it's really a lot of fun because I think both, I well, all three of us have, like we said, very distinct perspectives and it's really easy to get stuck there. Mm-hmm. Not stuck, but yeah. you know. Yeah. You grow you more when you bring other people in. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Well, this has been a really juicy show. And where can people find you, Shaheen? You can find me on my website, which is shaheenmuroinsights.com. And I can spell Shaheen, it's S-H-A-H-E-E-N, Miro, M-I-R-O, insights.com. And I also hang out on Instagram, which is one of my fave places, and Twitter and Facebook. So just look up Shaheen Miro and you'll find me. And I do recommend people get to Shaheen's world. Shaheen is one of the most magical people I know. Anyhow. Thank you. Before we sign off, people, because now we've got to wrap things up, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, you can listen to all of the previous shows for free on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Just look for Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, and you're going to find all of the episodes there. You can also visit the Talking Shop archives. Just go to thetarolady.com, click on Podcasts, hop on down to Talking Shop. Everything is right there. Bree, where can they find it on your site? You guys, just head over to com. Click on the free resources tab. An option for the featured monthly show of Talking Shop will come up, as well as all of the archives. Right on. And by the way, guys, if you do enjoy the show, a gentle reminder, uh, 
A kind review on iTunes will help more metaphysical business owners find their way to talking shops. So take a moment and leave a kind review. We really would appreciate that. And this is officially a wrap for this awesome episode. Join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. And until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. And you can find me, Brie, at BrieAnnaSassi.com. That's B as in boy, R-I-A-N-A-S-A-U-S-S-Y.com. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical business of your dreams. And maybe finding a partner to help you collaborate in doing just that. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know you will.